Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, and that's why we have our man Scott Gobranson on with us yeah. uh, every week here on Dealing with KC because he sees things uh, in the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, that we don't always see. Scott, there's there's a rumor out there that uh, Scott had one of the the uh, premier suites at the F1. Oh my! This past last oh, week. Oh, Scott, you know, is that true? He's, he's big time like that. Just one. It was three. See, my bad. I wow. shortchanged him. I no, shortchanged him. My mistake. I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> what What's crazy about the F1 thing though is you know I lived in Las Vegas for a long time, going back to the early '90s when there was hardly anybody there, right? Considering what it is now, and everybody just complaining about. It. Because, well, the traffic, and yes, it does. But for those of us who've lived in big cities, and you guys have, you do, um, it's sort of like, yeah, it's an inconvenience. But also, remember all the jobs, all the other things that it brings. So it's sort of funny to see people complain about it. Uh, And I wonder if the same people are going to complain about all the congestion that comes around the Super Bowl Mm. come February, right? Yeah, Yeah. People are always going to complain, Scott. They do. Absolutely. And and let them. Hey, if if they enjoy it, let them do it. See them with KC here on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM Carex QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320 always live on the free Odyssey app uh, in 1320 TV as well on Twitch YouTube and the app formerly known as Twitter official introduction our man Scott Gobranson silver and black today uh, kind enough to join us as he is every single Tuesday at this time uh, talking Raider football and let's talk not didn't get a win uh, against Miami not a lot of people expected them to get a win against Miami, but all things considered, I'm pretty happy with the way that the the Raiders played in that one. Scott, curious to get your thoughts. And most importantly, curious to get your thoughts on Aiden O'Connell. Those 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 turnovers obviously really, really stand out. And in this very short time of watching him, do you see do you see a player that this team can develop into potentially being their franchise quarterback? Wow, that's a tough one at the end there. That's a big question. We could spend a half hour on that one there. Uh, but we got time, baby. No, the Kings lost by thirty last night. Scott, we can do whatever you want to. <laughs> try to try to forget about that, right? Yeah. Uh, but but look, I, I think you look at this team, and, and you're right about the performance in Miami. We talked about it last week here with you guys, which was, hey, they they need to win one of these two games. Now they lost to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They had plenty of opportunities. I've been saying it all week so far, which is the the two words for that game were missed opportunities. The the, the Dolphins did not play as well as they can on offense. They still did pretty good. I mean, Tyreek Hill had 145 yards, but uh, the Raiders had opportunity. If they could have fielded an, a, a consistent offense, they might have won that game. Might, who knows, right? But you look at Aiden O'Connell and you say, he's a fourth-round draft pick. He's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Have we seen enough for him to decide whether or not he's a franchise quarterback? No, and I don't think you will in a, in this season either, so, which it puts the Raiders in the position of, hey, if you're in a position to draft a guy that is a first-rounder, that is a potential franchise quarterback, you still got to draft him. doesn't matter what Aiden O'Connell is going to be or can be. 
I think the Raiders have to do due diligence there. It's tough because they don't know who their coach is going to be yet and what system they're going to be running. So lots of question marks there. But Aiden O'Connell makes mistakes. Yeah, he's a rookie. He's not C.J. Stroud. He's not the top of the first round. He has his limitations. I think we saw those in Miami. This is not a criticism of the kid. What it is is a recognition of what he does well and what he does not do well or where he will have physical limitations. He does not have mobility. He does not have the mobility. And I'm not talking about uh, Lamar Jackson here, about running the ball. I'm talking about a guy who can just step up in the pocket, move around in the pocket a little more, and we saw that limitation. Now, can he develop it a little bit? Sure. But it's the reason he was a fourth-round draft pick and not a second-round draft pick Mm. last year coming out of Purdue, despite putting up all the yards and the scores. Mm. So I think you have to continue to let him do it, and I think – A lot of folks were really harsh about it. And it's like, well, what did you want? You wanted the rookie to start. Did you expect him to be a 12-year veteran and make no mistakes? And even they make mistakes. So I think you have to look at it that way. And it's a wait and see type of thing. What they have. Is he going to be a starting quarterback in this league? He may be at this point too early to tell. So I want to go a little bigger picture on that when you talk about looking for the quarterback and what you would do going forward with this. Is that your first priority in the draft? Say you have the seventh pick or something like that. Like, is it let's go find our franchise quarterback or do you want to build the team around the quarterback up a little bit, go get some offensive line help, go get somebody in the secondary, whatever the case may be, and say, hey, we got Aiden O'Connell where I don't want to act like he's a sacrificial lamb, but we'll, we'll keep working with him until we're ready to add a quarterback to a roster that's ready to win? It's a great question, and I think it's one that I get into debates with uh, all uh, people all the time because it is a very good question because you can't have a good quarterback. We saw it with Joe Burrow, right, the first couple of years of his career um, where he blew his knee out, He could, and, and even now you saw him get hurt again this year because his offensive line, they spent money there, it just didn't work out, mm-hmm. and he was not protected. I, though – would say this to you, um, Casey, is the fact that what are there more of franchise quarterbacks or offensive and defensive linemen? I would get the quarterback. This is a quarterback league without a a good quarterback. You're not going to win. Okay. And so I think you have to do that. That does not mean that you put them out there with a Swiss cheese offensive line and the, and the kid gets killed. You have to make improvements there too, and do it over time. So it depends where the Raiders are. It's a deeper quarterback draft, but you have to feel, I think, to answer your question, you have to feel that that guy is the guy. You have every belief in you that he's going to be your franchise quarterback for the next 10 or 15 years, whatever the the time frame is. If that's the guy, then you get him. If you don't feel that way about a guy, then absolutely fill the trenches with studs and, and worry about the quarterback later and try to build up, knowing that it might take you a few more years. Do you think, and I, I, I know a lot of, People And I think we even discussed this last week, Scott, heading into this two-game stretch where you got Miami and then you got Kansas City. Well, unfortunately, you had Miami. Now you got a really pissed-off Kansas City uh, coming up who just lost that game to the to, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Is this uh, – do you think – and we can use Aiden O'Connell a, a, as part of this and, and Antonio Pierce. Is this a true evaluation of these guys for the front office? Hell, I don't even know if the, the Raiders have a – like a long-term general manager in place? Like, is this all very much an evaluation process, like a true, real evaluation process? I I think it is because, look, you can't – 
I go back to when I was a kid and my parents, whenever I would say, it's not fair, my parents would say, life's not fair. Guess what? No. Sometimes doors open and you get a very, very, very small opportunity to take advantage of it. Whether it's fair, the, the, the cards are stacked against you, doesn't matter. And I think that's where Antonio Pierce is, right? Can Antonio Pierce win the job and only win three games out of the nine he's coach? I don't know. I don't think people would feel good about that. He's a great guy. Everybody likes him universally. And then the same thing with the interim general manager, who's Champ Kelly. Um, he's got a great reputation. He built his kind of resume up in the front office, of course, coming from Chicago. So I think he would have a better chance. Now, they've made some moves in the interim, uh, including with that roster. So if those things pan out, I think Champ Kelly would have a much easier road to the full-time gig than does Antonio Pierce, just because... Uh, that is such a wins and losses position, right? So he's got to show something. Now, if he doesn't win the majority of his games, could Mark Davis still consider him? Absolutely. Would that be a good move? I think you could argue either way because if he can't put it together now with what he has, which is a very highly paid offensive roster, and that's the problem right now is the offense, then you have to question or not whether he's not ready uh, or whether or not it's just not the right fit for them and who's available to you. Is there somebody out there that you think can do a better job no matter what job he does? Hmm. A, lot of, a lot of questions that may be answered over the next five, six of, weeks. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and and to be honest with you, like you mentioned, it doesn't feel like you're going to get um, like an accurate representation of anything based on like wins and losses. It's going to be a lot about – with Mark Davis, whoever's making the decision, feel. You know what I mean? Because like you said, Antonio Pierce, he might not win another game this year. He might win one more game. That doesn't mean he's not the guy for the job, though. You know what I mean? So you can't put it just on wins and losses. you got to get a feel for how the operation is going and do you feel like with Antonio Pierce and the GM, you could build on what happened this year. So it's, it's going to yeah, be interesting and, and how this plays out. And remember, head coaches, uh, when it comes to the football side, I think, are like a CEO, right? So you're you're the head coach, but you got to know, you know, who is my offensive coordinator? Who's my defensive coordinator? Who's my quarterback's coach? And is he – look, he's been around a while. He's coached for enough time in college. He's part of Herm Edwards' crew, all that stuff. So he knows people. But are you in the position to say – and again, I love Antonio Pierce. I'm rooting for the guy. But is does he know how to choose the right offensive coordinator? Like, is that, is that something? So those are the things you got to evaluate. I think too much today, especially we get into somebody's a really good person. They're a good leader. That does not mean you set them up for success by giving them a role, whether if they're not prepared to take it yet. Now, maybe he is. And if Mark Davis makes that determination, great. And uh, then he'll be evaluated like everybody else moving forward. So it's just interesting. If you look at the history of interim coaches who got the job full time afterwards, uh, there's only one or two that have ever really worked out and it was limited success. It wasn't like somebody went on to have a great career as a head coach, not saying that can't change. I'm just going off the data and what it says about the past. 125 this weekend. What do you think we see uh, with these again, a <laughs> probably pretty pissed off Kansas city team and a Los, Las Vegas Raiders team. That's just trying to put some things together. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the Raiders' problem, and I wrote earlier this week about it, which is I felt that if Antonio Pierce wants the job, he's going to have to figure out this offense quick, 
because they've got to score points and the defense has done a good job. And, and I've said this too, which is they're getting the most out of the talent they have on that roster right now. That defense is playing pretty dang good. If you think about it, what they did in Miami could have, I mean, they, they put up 70 points against the Denver Broncos, right? If you remember back earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. So the Raiders keeping them to 20 points, pretty victory. And if you look at the Raiders, they're 13th in the league in points against with just over 20, which is an improvement over 27 points last year. So they've made strides on the defense. Um, it's the offense that hasn't moved, and the offense continues to be a problem. So against the Chiefs, Chiefs are going to get points. Travis Kelsey, as you saw last night, um, still can do it, and he had some dropsies too, but the Chiefs still were able to move the ball. The Chiefs can't score in the second half. So if I look at this game, if I'm the Chiefs actually, you know what I would do, especially with the fact that I don't have receivers who can catch the ball? I would run it down the Raiders' throats as much as possible. Mm. Pacheco, I would just run the ball. Last year they did it against the Raiders, and it succeeded. So I think you're going to see Andy Reid actually do that. They're going to have plenty of Kelsey, plenty of the running game to try to wear down that defense, and then maybe you open it up over the top a little bit. But it's it's a tough road for the Raiders here. I think, you know, again, coming off the performance they had in Miami, I like the defense, but can they score? Uh, I know the Chiefs will score enough. And so it's going to be a tough game, and um, it's hard for me to pick the Raiders at this point. But anything can happen. If this is the game that they need to win, um, I like their chances to stay in it. It's just can they finish and can the rookie uh, quarterback have a comeback game? And I I think he can, but um, odds, I think, are against it. Great stuff, Scott. Always a pleasure talking to you. We'll be excited to talk with you after uh, the Raiders and the Chiefs this weekend, man. Thanks for joining us. Have a great holiday. You too, man. Have a th- happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there in Sacramento. Much yes, sir. That's our man yes, Scott Gobranson right there. Uh, dealing with all the craziness going on in Las Vegas, both on the streets uh, and with the football team. Uh, we'll come back. There's some rumors out there that Sham Sharania uh, talked about yesterday. Of course, the Lou Williams clip got a great deal of traction, but inside that clip was some notes about uh, some rather big names that might be on the market. Uh, Sham's obviously, Shams obviously well-connected, uh, to the Sacramento Kings. What's this mean? Anyone interested? We'll talk about it. Plus, we got Trista Craig at the top of the 2 o'clock hour. Okay. See them on KC, brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, did you see, um, it's just a random one, but did you see the Shaheen Holloway, Seton Hall coach? <laughs> yeah, I saw it on your, uh, I saw it on your stories. That was funny. That was hella funny. I would have fought. Yo, I would have fought. Yo, that was crazy. Who, who, you, who are you going to fight? Like, which one? Like, if you were Selena When Holloway, the dude flung his yeah, hand well, like that. He was that. trying to hold his hand still, and he's like, get your hands off of me. I got to see if we can pull up that video. That's a, that's a pretty that's a pretty wild that video. Like, he held his arm hella aggressively. Because what I think happened is Shaheen Holloway head coach at, at uh, Seton Hall. They were going up against Wagner. Seton Hall beat up on Wagner. And... Holloway went for the handshake, and he shakes his hand, and it seems like the Wagner coach, who they look like they're around the same age, like early 40s, you know, black guys, it seemed like Holloway was fine, and Wagner coach said something to him, and Holloway was like, oh, chill, 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 and Wagner coach was still talking, and Holloway was mm-hmm. like, hey, get your hands off of yeah. me, and threw his, <laughs> threw his handshake away. <laughs> there, it's It's ridiculous. But there's never anything funnier in college basketball than when coaches get into it. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> so. Watch this. So for for the audience, well, you get, Kenny just kind of gave you the play by play here. A strong, strong little strut. Look at now, now. Oh no, we're talking. We're not done. We're talking now. Look at now. They're jockeying for position, and he's holding hella tight. And now he. Now look at he, he did cut a hey, grab his arm. Yeah, yeah. What? Look at oh come on man. That you fight. That's a fight. Look at look at he's got it. He's kind of got his arm on his shoulder. Like this is this is aggressive posture. Very aggressive. This is really really aggressive, aggressive posture, right here. And then my man, look look at now now he throws his arm. Come on man. Now and then turns around and looks at it and look at oh oh look at that face. He's contemplating life right now. Oh that man. coach is contemplating oh, life right man. now. All right, hey, now nah, we ain't done. We ain't done. No, nah, nah, let me let me talk. Let me talk. <laughs> hey, nice job, kid. Hey, look, nice job, kid. And look at me uh, holding coach back. <laughs> that was Kenny Caraway right there. <laughs> <laughs> holding coach back. I was like, hey, man, this at, dude took my whole look on my man's face. Hey, what are you upset about? You this, just won by twenty-one. This is something. I need. I need the full story. A oh, smug. Look, he is. He's, he's got. There is bad thoughts are going through my man's head right nah, now. I got to figure out what Bad, bad here. thoughts. Handshake. Heart, uh, nope, I'm not done. I'm not done. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. It, damn, the, you know how when wrestling matches start, they get in that, like, collar <laughs> and grapple. elbow tie-up? The that, the, these two look like they're, they're – Yeah, see, nah, see, that wouldn't have worked for me. Yeah, old Kenny Caraway, get your hands off me, Casey. Get your hands off me, Casey. Yeah, there would have been some – there would have been some problems. Oh, man. Yeah, Seton Hall coach out of pocket. Uh, Shaheen Holloway Way apologizes for outbursts during handshake. Um, he says, I take full responsibility for that. I like Donald. I respect him. He's a good person, a good player, and a good coach. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would have fought. He also, uh, oh, no, Copeland, the coach, uh, Donald Copeland said, I'm embarrassed. I want to apologize to my team for what went on. I have a ton of respect for Shy. 
He's a competitor. I'm a competitor, too. That's part of what went on. It's unfortunate what happened for him and me, but I want to coach my team from start to finish. Okay. Everything. All's well that ends well. Well, that clip's going to live forever. I don't care how much y'all apologize. That, that, close, that clip is going to live forever. You know, one, of the, one of the all times, though, maybe we'll do this tomorrow, best, best coaches fights. It's, it's going to be hard to top uh, when uh, Don Chaney wanted to uh, – or John Chaney, excuse me, wanted to kill uh, John Calipari. <laughs> you see that one? When when Calipari was at UMass, I think. Oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. said, I'll yeah, kill him. I'll yeah, kill you. Yeah. I'll kill you. Yeah, that was an all-timer. That was an all-timer. I'll kill you. Uh, Shams reported yesterday uh, that the Sacramento Kings, I don't know if this is a report. That's that's the thing. Sometimes It's a report. Is it, or is it just talking? Because what did he say? He said that the Kings are a destination and they're going to be in the mix. You know, they'll be monitoring situations with Siakam, OG, and even Zach Levine. Okay. So, so would you say he's okay. just? You would say he's just talking. Like I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the so so what's the report? Because I know I know what people. So, I I know what the aggregated headlines are, mm-hmm. but what's the report that the the Kings are interested the in Kings getting better? Mo- the Kings are monitoring the situation with top possible trade targets. What team isn't? Orlando might not be. Like, I feel like Orlando so, could get better right so, now if so they made it. If you, if you ask me, you're right. I'm, I just threw a team out there. No, you're I, right. I, you're right. But um, if you ask me, the, the way I look at it, and I think this is kind of where you're, you're going to, is if Sham says the Kings are monitoring situations, feels like somebody in Sacramento told him we're monitoring that's, situations. That's right. And that's where the report comes from. I just from. don't feel like – I got you. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing too much. I just – we react, sometimes overreact, to everything Shams says because Shams is an insider mm-hmm. and he's a reporter. So he didn't report that the Sacramento Kings are trying to trade for OG Ananobi or Pascal Siakam or Zach Levine. He just said that Sacramento Kings could be in the mix for players like OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, and Zach Levine. To me, that's talking. I don't know this. Yeah, that, and I understand that. Yeah, I understand that. That's for, for sure. I'm, the I'm, Sacramento Kings have reached out to the Toronto Raptors. Right, that's different. That's a report. Right. And right. I don't know whether they have or they haven't, at least not since the summer. Right. We know they did in the summer. We don't know where that stands now uh, unless the Sacramento Kings have been willing to trade uh, half of California as well as the Golden <laughs> One Center for one of those two players. Remember when they were talking about splitting California into six states? Six? Yeah, I don't remember that. You know, it was recent. It was like, I shouldn't say recently. It was probably less than ten years ago. I must have been in Connecticut. They tried to they tried missed, to start a boat that. to do that. It's still probably lingering out there. I ain't, I ain't gonna I lie was, to you. I was in it Connecticut or DC garbage. or somewhere. I don't remember that. Yeah, it would be garbage. But yeah, uh, what would they, they could, be called? It was Northern California, Southern California. I think Central California was one. Okay, this is stupid. I think it was. I've like, already lost interest. I think it was like. Some stupid like semi valley California. Some it was all stupid, 
But yeah, they tried to. I think it was five or six uh, different states. <laughs> it's <was> ridiculous. <sighs> All right. <laughs> But, That's uh, correct. That I say I say that to say it is a big ass state. They could. Yeah. I was only saying that to say, uh, uh, Toronto could get Central California. That's <laughs> give them that and and uh, and trade for. Well, that's OG. what they're going to ask for. <laughs> I don't think Toronto's trading anyone. They're just like oh, they just leave. I think I they care. will trade somebody. I think they will trade somebody. OG's expiring because he has an opt-out, right? Mm, I think, yeah, that sounds right. Because uh, he has another year. It's just he, he's not going to take the deal. So he's ex- Siakam, I can't remember. Siakam has years left, right? Yeah, I think he's got about two. I thought it was two also. Two years, yeah. Like two real years, not like. Uh, right. So I, I think he does make a deal for one of those guys. I think, you know, we joke about Masai um, and, and what he's doing, but I do think he feel he understands that this No Siakam expires. I'm oh, sorry. He 20, 20, oh. What year are we? 2023, 2024. Yeah, Siakam expires. Mm. Three point uh uh thirty seven point eight is where he's at. Well, which is crazy as to Ooh. why like these asking prices would be that high for two guys that are expiring. Like you may not have them after the year. And you want us to send Keegan Murray and Fox. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, Come on, yeah, man. That's dumb. Come on. This is where like Let's make a deal. Let's make a real deal. This is where contracts match. Mm-hmm. That's the type of deal this is. It's contract matches. What do I get in return? I don't know, man. Maybe a first-round pick. And if you're Sacramento, first-round picks look different now because mm-hmm. you're hoping they're in the the mid to late twenties. Right. So it's it's not you're not you're not trading a a potential lottery pick. Right. At least that's obviously the hope. And right now. Just looking, you know, I don't want this guy to go anywhere, but I'm just looking right now. Dennis Schroeder is the starting point guard for the Raptors. Who's played well? Schroeder's played well. You say you don't want this guy to go anywhere. Who are you referring well, to? I think Davion Mitchell has to be involved in any type of trade discussions. Mm-hmm. And you want to see if that team has a need at point guard. Okay. So, once not again, the night I was hoping I don't for. I want him to go. I, I like Davion. I still kind of believe in him. <clears throat> In this system a little bit more than most, but I also I'm not no dummy. I see the writing on the wall. Can I ask you something? Why? Why do I believe? Mm-hmm. Um, because I've seen him do it. I've seen him be. He, but productive. in this system with Mike, yeah, he was highly productive in Game Two of the playoffs. That's a game. He was highly productive, like four nights ago. Yeah, I, I think he can continue that. But can he be more of? Can he be that more often? I'm not going to use last night because that would be unfair. Mm-hmm. Everyone stunk last night, except Domas, who still almost wound up with a Jason Kidd triple-double. <laughs> Jake. Um, again, I'm not saying he played well. It's just funny that he almost wound up with a Jason Kidd triple-double. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we don't have to go. Like, he has more nights that you feel like aren't productive or aren't good than he does in those, um, you know, first night off the bench with Keon starting or – Game two of the NBA playoffs. I thought he played well last year. The only the only time people had a real problem with Davion Mitchell, I thought, was when he had to start for Fox. Those I, two games. And other than, other than that, I thought he was, I thought he was fine. I didn't I didn't think he was a problem. I thought he was a good backup point guard last year. This year he struggled, and it and it also coincides with times 
when De'Aaron, he had to step in for De'Aaron. Now, maybe he's not that caliber of point guard for this particular team, but I think he's a good backup point guard for this squad, for sure. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I don't hate it. I'm not against it. I'm a, I'm a Davion fan. It's just I have to – I have to be real with myself. <laughs> I'm just – at some point, at some point it doesn't become about you can't see the fit. It becomes about it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. But uh, so, so at least with with this coach, this coaching staff, this roster, and this particular player, there there has to be a realization at some point that it just doesn't work. So, but but what? And and it's it's really what Mike like. Mike is telling us it's not working because he's not in the rotation. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at the situation. I'm like, well, what doesn't work? And what are you looking for? Because. Whoever you bring in, at, like we we talk about Keon and how he's doing well, and he is, but he's not, you know, statistically he's not doing much of anything. It's not like he's coming in and he's getting fifteen points off the bench as the backup point guard or whatever. He's coming in, he's being solid, you know, he's moving the ball, I guess. And, but and clearly, there's something. He's being solid. He's being it's solid. It's more than that. There's, there's more than something that, he, that Davion's not doing, though, but if, that Keon is. No, and, and Mike Brown's eyes for sure. But in the reality, he's being solid. Because if he was doing that much, he'd be closing out games, talking about Keon. Mm. He's not closing out. Like, it's not like, yo, we've got to have him on the floor in his, in his well, time. Well, he's not a starter. Yeah, but Malik's not a starter either, and sometimes he closes out games. That's like Malik. that's Malik special. Right about that. <laughs> Malik special. But I don't, I don't think <clears> – <throat> I don't think Ke- Keon is doing a whole lot special. He's doing what Mike Brown is asking him to do that Davion's not. I don't know exactly what that is. Yeah. But my whole point is you it's not like you're like Davion's not working and you're gonna bring in a, a Trey Jones, uh, or excuse me, Tyus Jones level backup point guard, mm-hmm. you know, who can average twelve a night. Not like that's not what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and because of that, I think Davion can give you that. I think he can give you what Keon's giving you. He's, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem like he is, but I think he can do that. You think Davion can give you what Keon's giving you? And people look at Keon as, just right now, just the way people are talking, that works. Well, Davion can do that. <clears throat> okay. I don't know. There's, you, I, guess, I guess we're just looking – it doesn't matter how we look at it. That's that's the most important thing. It all it it only matters how Mike's looking at it. And clearly there's something Davion is not doing that Keon Ellis mm-hmm. does. We talked about the height differential. It's not just that. That can be made up through a variety of different things. And um I don't know. It'll probably be more telling when Keon's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll probably be telling when most of the roster is healthy. Like when the whatever his status is is back, uh, Keegan. Every if it's just Alex Lynn that's out mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. If we just go back to Davion Mitchell DMPs, I'm not sure that there's anything Davion could do. And and Keon is performing the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that there's much Davion could do because now you look at what happens when Chris Duarte got a chunk of minutes. Mm. You know he played really well. That again, I you know I hate I hate. I hate when coaches do this. People, you just got to throw yesterday's game out. 
like I can't say, oh, look who played really well or look who did this or look who did that. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There isn't even a Keon versus Houston moment. Right. It was all bad. So you just Harrison played well. <laughs> here you go. This is for you right here. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I don't even know what that looks like. What is what does play well mean? He made a couple shots. No, Sixteen points. Sixteen points. I don't remember one of them. He hit three and that's not Harrison's. First, that's not Harrison's fault. He hit three threes in the first quarter, I believe it was. I was a little busy during the first quarter, but I also don't like watching games while we're doing our show. Yeah, that's that's, that made for a difficult evening. Obviously, the Kings don't like playing while we're doing our show. Well, yeah, I don't blame them. They're like, yo, coach, we're missing D-Lo. Yo, Adam, fix these start times. We're missing D-Lo and KC. They try to end that game as quick as possible so they can listen to the rest of the show. No, that's facts. I don't blame them. (laughs) It's either us or them. Somebody's getting blown out, and it's probably going to be the Kings. (laughs) So we can catch the 6 o'clock hour. There you go. JaVale played well yesterday. Yeah. He had he had some moments. Yeah, he had some moments. I was waiting for uh, I was waiting for James's tweet. <laughs> I was waiting for James's tweet. Which one of those three guys interests you the most? If 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 and I, and and this is this is a this is an everybody question, not just a Kenny Caraway question. I guarantee the Kings will land one of these three players that Shams mentioned yesterday. Zach Levine, Pascal Siakam, or OG Ananobi? Which one? Guaranteed one of them can be a Sacramento King, and it's probably we'll, we'll, we'll use some form of the universal deal that now involves Davion Mitchell and, I guess, Harrison Barnes. It's, mm-hmm. I, I say I guess because it's really tough for me with expiring contracts. But let's, let's play along. Let's not get in the weeds right. too much. I guarantee one of these guys will be a Sacramento King. Which one do you want? I know everybody's going to say OG. Uh, I must have a, a blind spot with OG. I think he's a good ball player. I don't see him the way everybody else sees him. So I will go with Virtually Pascal. the entire chat is saying OG. I'll go with Pascal Siakam. So I think that's one, one player in this might be sleeping on a little bit. Like Siakam is a – he can go. I think go. Siakam – OG is 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 dope. OG's dope. Like he can play. I think Siakam's a better player. And Siakam might be a little bit more of a fit. And I say that because when people talk about OG, I thought they were talking about OG to be the three and Keegan stay at the four. I think Keegan has shown that he possibly could be a three in this league. Mm-hmm. And if you have him playing the three, you got Siakam at the four now and teaming up with, with Domas a little bit in that front court. I, I like I like Siakam a little bit better, but I OG would be dope too, but if you if you ask me, I'd say Siakam. I think I'm with you. Uh I like OG a lot. Um here is Shams' exact quote. This is the first time in a really long time, maybe when Chris Weber was with the Kings, that you can look at the Kings as a trade destination. They're going to be involved in every star player. Siakam, OG Ananobi, maybe Zach Levine. 
whatever stars become available because Monty McNair, that organization, they've done a good job at keeping their assets. They have tradable contracts, so they're going to be a player for stars coming up for sure. Again, we could debate whether that's news or not, but that's not the conversation. If we stuck with those three, quote, stars, which one would you want? KC says Siakam. A lot of people say OG Ananobi. Virtually everyone says no to Zach Levine. <laughs> I think I would take OG. I think I'm taking OG because of his three-point um, percentage. Siakam shoots it, um, I don't want to say like much worse, but OG's a better three-point shooter there in his defense. I think I'd take that too. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of benefits to having OG for sure. Yeah. Siakam on his career, 32.5 from three. OG on his career, 37.5. That's about where he's at right now, 37.1% uh, from three this year. Siakam, 24.5% uh, so far this year. Um, 19 points per game for Pascal Siakam, 15.6 points per game for OG and Anobi. I just, and, and I'll, I'll admit it, like I'm just, I don't see OG the same way everybody else does. I think he's a good ball player. Um, Does anyone present him as anything more than a good ball player? I think OG's like great. I don't think he's a great. Well, do they think he's great or do they think he's a great fit for this Kings team? Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. You know, but because that's the question, right? Rule over OG. I don't. I think part of that is the fit for this team. That could be. That could be exactly what it is. I think uh, because. And I, I wonder, it's probably, you know, as we get to February and get to 40-some-odd games being played, mm-hmm. and we have a much bigger sample size of what this Sacramento Kings defense is going to be this year, we have a, a nice small sample size, but once the the sample size is bigger, do people feel the same way about OG and Anobi? Because I think the number one thing, and please correct me if I'm wrong, 916-909-1320, I think the number one thing about OG is what he can do defensively. He could score. He could do a lot of other things. But what he can do defensively feels like the absolute, when you talk about guarding the top-tier players in the league, mm-hmm. Keegan has taken that responsibility this year. He's done very well with it so far. Would have done well with it. But if you could put OG and Anobi, an all-defensive type guy on them, oh, man, that would be huge. Mm-hmm. Well, if the Sacramento Kings kind of solidify themselves as a, let's ride with it, middle-of-the-pack defensive team, do they still feel the same way about OG Ananobi? Does Siakam become a better fit? I think everyone's concern with Siakam will be what Jesse just pointed out, the three-point percentage. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to draw someone out away from the rim for Domas, mm-hmm. he might not be the perfect fit for that. Mm. Might. That's just presenting a a, a, a case. Mm-hmm. Might not be the perfect fit for that. Um Oh, no, let's hear from Kamara, 916-909-1320. Kamara Williams, attorney at law. What's up, man? I uh, just really want to, first of all, call you guys and wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving, man. You know, I didn't know if you guys were going to be on tomorrow, but, you know. Yeah, we'll be here. Oh, man, happy Thanksgiving, big dog. Yeah, you know. Um, I haven't called because they were winning, and I didn't want to ruin the streak. So I was like, until... You know, you haven't called because you're posting workout videos with uh, (laughs) paragraphs attached to them. Oh well, you know that too. But (laughs) um, but no, man, I I am more preferential towards 
uh, Siakam, and I'll tell you why. Because he adds length on the um, in the front court, and I, I think he covers more positions. And I think you can kind of get away with having, um, let's say, Kevin Herter or whomever on at the two guard, a big guard, um, you know, guarding at, at the two spot. And if Keegan's going to develop, I don't. I just kind of feel like you don't need. You know, if you had, um, obviously, this is all wish list, right? And, you know, um, but I, just, I think you can kind of get away more with a um, Siakam who kind of plays more in the system. And I don't, people don't really watch OG, but OG tends to, like, need a lot of iso ball. You know, like, he's, a, he's an iso ball player. Um, he can, he's a good ball player, but he, he needs to have the ball in his hands, really, to kind of just really, you know, cook a little bit. And we already have that in De'Aaron, so... Um, I'm not sure even OG would function, but it's Siakam's the guy who kind of slides right in. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I like OG a lot. I think OG would be really good on this team. But we'll ask Trista Crick. Is, is, is Siakam. We'll ask Trista Crick this question. She joins us uh, when Dido and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Trista Crick set to join us at the very top of the hour. Of course, you can get your very own Trista Crick hoodie over at DLOandKC.com. Everything on DLOandKC.com. 30% off right now, including our off-white tribute hoodies, which are only available uh, at this time of year. And uh, our new merchandise for the Insiders, our very popular Oakland Forever design. And the yet-to-be-sold. Well, I mean, it is... Design is fire. The idea is fire. I, I just don't know if that's going to be actually put in circulation. Uh, over 300 people have visited the website today. Uh, not one single purchase <laughs> for a smash them boys well, hoodie. Yeah, I mean, that's stuff. It's tough. It's your catchphrase. Oh, no, I mean, I'm st- it's your catchphrase. Yeah, like Dave Garcia did this for you. I'm just saying, we don't know if we need to put that on the shirt. We'll set the over under at half. Half a hoodie. We're going over I, or under with this being sold. I, I'll go at least one person will buy it as a joke. I think the true over under should be one and a half. One and a half? Yeah. All right. Over under one and a half then. I think it's going under. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to get it's the one as a joke and that's it. We'll, 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 we'll keep this bet up for like three weeks. <laughs> it's an incredible design. It works in the Republic. And again, Connor, I'm, I'm, I'm blaming Connor well, for this. Hey, come on, KC. Say it, KC. You got to say it. It's been good luck. All right. How good luck is it? You going to walk around with that shirt on? No. Well, let's see. No. You, no. you going to sit at Thanksgiving? You, you ain't going to get it in time for Thanksgiving. You going to sit at Christmas dinner? No. No, we didn't have to do that. We could just say it. We didn't have to, to No, you it. didn't have to say it. I begged you for like a year and a half. Whoever has supported Kenny in that it. phrase needs to buy a hoodie. I think that's like, facts. This is your fault. That's Put your money. Like, come buy a hoodie. Shout out to Dave Garcia Designs, man. Great job. Oh, wacky starfish asks, can a white guy wear the off-white for the culture hoodie? Yes. Yes, it absolutely (laughs) can. Do not let your wife tell you you cannot pull that off. (laughs) Yes, sir. You can wear it. That's that's one of my favorite designs of all time. I absolutely love, love, love that design uh, from Dave Garcia. Uh, Let's get TC in here right here. Uh, 916-909-1320. TC. We fell just short, baby, just short. Yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers? We good, man. We good. You almost had it correct. Yeah. 
Hey, look, hey, check it out. Hey, I got a, I got a couple things. First and foremost, man, about the game last night. I, listen, when we in that passive mode with Sabonis, everybody like driving to the lane. You got a floater, man. Shoot the floater or shoot like under the basket. Stop driving to the basket and kicking out and you stopping in the paint looking for cutters. That's bro, that had me livid last night. When I seen that, I said, man, we we finna get blown out. And they was on the heater. They wasn't missing no shots. Ingram looking like Prime Michael. I'm like, man. <laughs> I, hey, look. That, hey, D-Lo Casey, that game had me sick. But we lose. We have a first of all, we have a bad record when we have to play at 5 p.m. or before. But that's another story for another day. But when <laughs> Domas is playing passes, like if, when he's driving to the cup and like passing right when he's like under the basket. We never win games that way. Also, D'Lo, look, KC, evil ways is better than shooter, sharpshooter to me. You have to listen to evil ways again. I've been listening to that, bro. Drake didn't get bodied that bad on evil ways. He stepped up. It wasn't like shooter, but evil ways, bro, was way better than shooter. No, no, it's not. It's no. first-person shooter, and no, it's not. Stop it. Stop trying to be different. Evil ways it's is not, fire, though. It's not, it's not, yeah, first-person it's not shooter. close. It's not close. Let's not do this, TC. Be real with yourself. He didn't even get bodied on on the evil ways either. It's yeah. They just they were just playing one on one. Cole's versus one of the great. Yeah, Cole took it easy on him. He was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I humiliated him the last time around. Let me let me turn my let me let me turn my shine down so Drake can have a moment here." Wow, wow. The disrespect you be having towards Drake, like dude. No, Drake solid. No, he's cool. Dude can't rap. I d- he can't rap like Cole. Oh no. He can't rap like Cole. No, no. He can't rap like Cole. They, they, no they right there. They right there. He can't rap like Cole. No, they're no, right they're there. not. They're not. You keep playing. They're not. Nah. He was very nice to say, is it Aubrey K. Dodd or me? Like, no. Don't, don't do that. That's cute. Don't it's do that. Not. It's not. Hey, really don't do that to Drake's pen. Don't do yeah. that. It's, it's, don't it's, do that. Lemon Pepper Freestyle, we just act like that don't exist. No, that's, a, that's a solid record. The joint that he had, uh, the solo joint on the 21 Savage album, him and 21. Yeah. Don't do he that. can go. Don't do don't, he can go. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do act like they ain't in the same class. So, do not do that. He's a tier below those that's other a, two. That's cap. He's a tier below those that's other cap. two. That's cap. You can say it as much as you want that's to. He's cap. a tier below those you other two. You can say that as much as you want. It's Cole, it's that Kendrick. don't make it true. It's that Cole, is cap. It's Kendrick. The end. Drake is right after that. And Drake's all by himself. Sound crazy. No, I sound, <laughs> sound real. crazy. I sound real. 916-909-1320. Manny. What's good, baby? He better than, he better than Diplo, though. I'll tell you that. Well, you, I but think you meant to say Dipset. And Manny, Manny's a backpacker. He don't like any, anything that you could not dance true. to. Manny don't like not that type true. of rap. He don't like that I type do, of rap. I am a backpacker, but I enjoy a little bit of everything. And J. Cole <laughs> definitely bodies Drake 99.9% of the time. Well, there's only two songs yeah, that I'm aware of. <laughs> but I got you, Manny. I got you, Manny. Yo, so with the OG... And Siakam, I think either way you go with them, you can on this team they're interchangeable on where you need them to play. You can even put at this point the way Keegan's been, you can play him at the two if you had to. Uh, but absolutely no to Levine, a- absolutely not. Mm. That dude will do nothing. Like I, I, I see the skill sets right, and one of the things that I thought about for a minute was like, if he came here, can Mike Brown do? what Doc did with Pierce and when Garnett got there, where Garnett got Pierce to play some defense at the later part of his career. And I'm not sure he can, like, I'm not sure. He definitely doesn't play. He hasn't played 
D since he's been in the league. But um, yeah, that's a no. I think he he he'd be a hindrance to this team even with his skill sets more than the other two. Appreciate you, Manny. Manny, Manny always sound like he's high. He just he's just always on like ultimate chill. Manny watches a lot of Zach Levine, so that's this first yeah, uh, yeah. first yeah, yeah. person uh shooter account. You know, shooter mm-hmm. that too. First person shooter or account of Zach Levine's game. Uh, I, can we we need to make an amendment. I missed it. I saw you know, delivery Joe orders everything. Uh huh. He he literally orders everything on the website. Yeah. Including We've already sold one smashed them boys hoodies. Shout out Delivery Joe, man. Hey, big ups, man. So now we've got – so the over-under now is – now it's a half. One more in addition to Delivery Joe. And so That's I, the number. So so Joe did buy it. Yeah, Delivery so Joe bought it. One more and it's so over. It's, 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 so KC, now, if KC gets a hoodie too, that doesn't count. It's got to be someone else. KC ain't that buying that hoodie. There ain't no way KC buying that I hoodie. mean, I might – I will might not get it. a notification that Kenny Carraway – I might Carraway buy it out of respect. Shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't going to – I told you I might do that. I ain't going to wear it. No, if you buy it, you have to wear it like for their first game, like on the show. Just do it on the show to be the inside joke for the show. Mid-pitch. Yeah, no, we, we don't need – No. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of respect, out of respect, man. That's that's it. It's <laughs> a crazy ass hoodie. Shout out Delivery Joe, man. Big ups, Delivery Joe. Shout out Delivery Joe. Um, Trista Crick's going to join us coming up here uh, at the top of the hour. Hey, real quick um, about the Shams thing and everything going on. You care to talk about what everybody else was talking about in that situation? The Lou Williams. Yeah. Um, no, I don't really care what Lou Williams thinks about Sacramento. Um, I don't, I, I get it. Like Tiger might not be enough for some people. <laughs> yeah. Like I, like Tiger, Solomon Vinyl, uh, Darling Avery, Roshan, maybe that might not be enough for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're, if you're coming to Sacramento, you know, like if 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 basketball and nightlife are your two biggest focuses, yeah, this probably isn't the place for you. Yeah, I don't really, I don't think he said anything like inflammatory. I don't. Really no, he have didn't. A problem with I, I mean, he he didn't say anything. It was just to me and like people when I responded to it, they was acting like I was getting at Lou Will. I even tried to come with another tweet like, "Yo, I like Lou Will. Like I understand what he's saying. You know, I just don't look at Lou Will as this winning type of player where." You talk about the top three things on his list being yeah, and that's, winning is there, and there and yeah, and I say that that also sounds like a diss. That's not no, that's not that's, important to everybody. Some it's people not. look at basketball and what they do with basketball in different ways, and just I got to win as many championships as possible. Some people say, "Hey, I got an opportunity to make as much money as possible um, while being, you know, I want to win. You know, it'd be cool if I won, but." That's not my high list of priority. I want to live in a certain city, and that's that's okay. That doesn't work here. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be able to have this nightlife here that you're looking for, but yeah, I, I, I understood what he was saying. The only thing, and then even in that statement, in the little quote, he was like, yo, you know, some people may get there. A lot of people get there, and they like it. Like, I understand that. It's cool. They got a great fan base or whatever. But the only issue I had was that came up pretty much for no reason because he's in there talking about free agency, mm-hmm. and that's not that wasn't what that Shams wasn't even was what was brought up. He yeah. said 
people are trying to uh, – the Kings might be involved in trades. Mm-hmm. So saying like, oh, ain't nobody going to pick Sacramento. Like that ain't even – why are we even you know, talking about that? Yeah, I, I don't – again, and, and this isn't – it's not a Lou Williams diss either. I just don't care what Lou Williams thinks about Sacramento or Tiger <laughs> or it's nightlife. Like – Again, and I think you said it perfectly, if nightlife is your biggest concern, you're not a Monty McNair player. Mm-hmm. And so, like, hey, but, like, I'm all, yo, live, live for you. If Atlanta's your spot and they can pay you the most money and they got the best nightlife, yo, go with it. I'm all for it. Do you. Monty's going to look for the best basketball player. And <clears throat> free agent or trade, like, he he wants, he it, it is, it's it was it, it's been clear from jump. He wants a specific type of player, and you 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 know you saw it in Tyrese. You 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 saw it in Domas. You see it in Chris Duarte. You see it in 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 Colby Jones and the types of guys uh, that he goes and gets. Like that's who he's looking for. He's probably not looking for a Lou Williams type, right? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.